Welcome to the Crisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Crisman. Topics on today's episode include my interview with Argyle's John Hardesty on real-time payroll and employment verification technology, and trader talk about volume. I'd like to thank today's podcast sponsor, Richie May. Richie May is a recognized leader in providing specialized advisory, audit, tax, technology, and other services to the mortgage industry for almost four decades. Among many awards, Richie May has been named a top 100 firm twice and is known in the market for their education and contributions to the mortgage industry. They don't just hire from the mortgage industry, they have the experts who build it. To experience how Richie May can help you transform your mortgage business, visit richiemay.com. If we as an industry originate $1.8 trillion in residential loans this year, what's that per day? It's $7.2 billion, and I mention this because mortgage traders are seeing much less volume than that, as a certain amount of production is going into portfolios, isn't being hedged, or is non-agency production. But turning back to agency production, one trader wrote in on Friday, quote, supply closed at $2.2 billion yesterday, dragging the five-day average down to $2.4 billion. End quote. Why the volume? The light day of supply is obviously attributed to the move in rates, as pipelines shortened into Friday's rally, and originators will have updated rate sheets to show more competitive prices into the weekend. So barring another drastic rate move, we could see a heavier day of supply in the $2.5 billion to $2.8 billion range. The trader went on, quote, TBA hedging volume has yet to uptick notably since we have entered the home buying season. Originators seem to think a roughly 10% increase in hedging needs, purely from seasonality, is a fair assumption over April numbers during the busy season, which is typically May to July. Pricing volume and macro uncertainty have certainly deterred customers to this point, but that's poised to change. Rate moves can amplify or nullify this effect. End quote. For today's interview, I wanted to welcome onto the show Argyle's John Hardesty, to talk about how Argyle helps borrowers connect their real-time payroll records directly into your website or app, allows companies to re-verify as many times as they need from a single touchpoint. He's the general manager of Mortgage at Argyle, the leading platform for consumer permission payroll connectivity, which gives businesses fast, cost-effective access to real-time income and employment data. Prior to joining Argyle, John was a brand ambassador and primary business partnership contact for Surefire CRM by Black Knight. It's a very constricted housing market going into the spring buying season, not only from a, a supply perspective, but also from a, a affordability perspective. It's tough for borrowers out there and, and thus tough for originators and lenders. Argyle presents a seamless process that can shave off a ton of time between application and closing. Can you talk about some of the advantages that lenders have when embedding it into their origination process? Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a great question, Robbie. And um, there's there's lots of advantages to the idea of of direct source data and what that can provide throughout um, the origination process. And it's it's really funny, you know, we talk to dozens of lenders a week, and it's fascinating to hear the different use cases of how they would want to implement Argyle within their uh, mortgage ecosystem or technology ecosystem. And we hear anything from a pre-qual a pre-qualification verification report that's 
simply two data points to quickly qualify a borrower. Um, obviously, the more typical use case, and we certainly saw this during that refi boom, was in application. So quickly, as a borrower is going through their application itself, uh, initializing Argyle and getting that full VOIE report um, directly from the, the point of sale system. Um, and then now we're seeing lenders, because of this idea of choice and control, uh, they want to see an application come in before they go and, and they run a verification of income employment. So we see a lot of lenders initiating Argyle throughout the loan origination system. Um, and then obviously a really big one, uh, certainly in the eyes of Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, is the re-verification 10 days per close. And uh, at Argyle, uh, we obviously support that via click of a button. So um, to your question, Robbie, I think there's a lot of ways that you can initialize Argyle. Um, and the fact that uh, we can be intentionally lean and flexible of where you put us, I think, is an advantage. And I think depending on the market, the market that we're in, uh, you'll see lenders use us in a variety of different ways. So as I said in the introduction, borrowers can connect their real-time payroll records directly to your website or app and re-verify as many times as needed. You know, how how many times are lenders using Argyle throughout the origination process? Where where do you see common use cases? Yeah, yeah, that's that's another that's another good one. Um I think historically, Robbie, um, people have been really hesitant to run multiple verifications because, and maybe we'll get into this a little later, um, it, it, it traditionally costs uh, a significant amount of money to run multiple verifications. Um, but, but at Argyle, uh, we see our lender clients feeling more comfortable uh, running multiple verifications throughout the, the life of a loan um, because we're an alternative option at a different price point. And we, and we see that happening typically at the top of the funnel. Uh, at that full verification of income employment stage where you're really gathering all the documents to submit to underwriting. Um, and then sometimes, uh, depending on, especially in a market like this, uh, a loan can take, uh, to find a home and you get a contract at home can take a long time. So you might be running one, two, even three uh, full verifications before you get the contract and you move it into underwriting. So there's certainly that use case. Um, and then uh, almost all of our lender clients are are, are using uh, us for the re-verification or the, the VVOE 10 days per close required by the GSEs. Uh, so usually you see two uh, points of verification in the, in the origination process. But I will say that lenders that dabble into construction or, or longer life loans, um, like the idea of having to re-verify at a, at, like I said, at a, a smaller price point throughout the entire uh, lifehood of, of the loan. So you mentioned costs for multiple verifications have, have been something that lenders have shied away from in the past. I would say for you specifically, what other reluctancies do uh, potential clients have? And, and I guess, ultimately, how are you assuaging those or dealing with them? Yeah, I think we both know this working in the industry, Robbie, that uh, uh, mortgage is sometimes hesitant to change. And what Argyle uh, has brought to the mortgage market, though very exciting and very innovative and, and kind of my eyes disruptive, um, is a new way of doing verification of income and employment. The, the traditional method uh, has been around for years in the mortgage industry. And, uh, you know, the industry is typically so do that change. But um, as the, the price of, of that traditional um, verification process has doubled, even tripled, um, it's really given us the opportunity to come in and, and really introduce our product to the market. 
I will say of, of, of all of the reluctancies that we hear when we talk to, to lenders um, out there, uh, it's the borrower interaction, right? Uh, we as a user permission model require borrowers to, to authenticate into their payroll systems. And sometimes that's that's uh, that's a drastic different change than the way it's been done, where you're typically running it off of just a social security number. Uh, so uh, we introduced this idea of the borrower controlling their data and shipping it to you as the lender. Um, and and we do everything we can here at Argyle to increase that conversion, that that friction point where the borrower has to to log into their payroll platform by native password reset, multi-factor authentication. Uh, things like that, you know, we know that uh, that's a big point, a big difference between us and the traditional methods. And we want to make sure we have everything in place that we can to convert uh, when a borrower gets to that page on, on our platform. Well, maybe now's a good time to ask you to talk about timelines here, because I know that traditionally things can take seven to 10 days when it comes to verification. And, and I would assume you're going to say that you can speed that way up. But talk to us a little bit about verification timelines for companies using Argyle versus those not using it? Yeah, yeah. Topic I, I, I like to, to, to certainly to certainly share. I mean, we've taken the um, programmatic approach to coverage, right? So with to use technology to gain better coverage of, in, of borrowers, right? Um, you're going to be able to provide more verifications than ever before. Um, and what I mean by that is we are delivering direct source data uh, from the minute that that borrower connects to the lender, think about uh, you get the borrower to log in. It's successful. You know, within a minute, you have a full walk down from from income to employment history. Um, so, so it's just uh, really a faster moving process using a credential provider versus what's traditionally been out there. Um, and and like you said, I mean, the traditional pre approval takes seven to ten days. Um, which is astonishing, right? And when you build out your technology ecosystem and you in, now include direct source data, you can take that seven to 10 days and bring it down into a matter of minutes, which is super exciting. And in a competitive mortgage market like we're in now, um, that's crucial to, to winning. And we even see some of our clients calling us a competitive advantage uh, in this market because you can you can really quickly get a, a snippet of, of a borrower's profile. And the last thing I'll add is speed to lead is so crucial in this market and um, being able to help our originators at whatever process that they're initiating our experience and then convert more of those leads. I would feel really good about the work we're doing. So uh, certainly we are a, a speed game, Ravi, uh, on that front. I like that phrase, speed to lead. I, I want to close by asking you to talk about how you see the space continuing to evolve and, and maybe time what are you what are you working on what initiatives are going on over there uh where do, where do you see us in a year's time or a couple of years time yeah yeah i think um i think first we're working a lot alongside the gses and some of the obviously big mortgage um you know collaboratives and things to understand uh how direct source data can be used in alternative underwriting models and and really, uh, what's the best best path forward to incorporate this um, in our mortgage, you know, underwriting? So I think that's one. And just understanding the idea of like pure direct source data is is certainly where we will continue. We'll probably never stop innovating and evolving in that category. Um, I think we're going to continue to focus in on um, how can we make our product, Argyle or direct source data. Uh, make your loan process more efficient 
and lead to more uh, a faster qualified borrower, right? So I want to 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 we're going to continue to focus in on how what data points can we provide, what picture can we provide to our lenders for them to really make a quick, accurate, and efficient lending decision. Um, and then obviously, selfishly on on the product side, uh, we're going to continue to to hear our our, our lenders' feedback. Uh, I'm really focused in right now on on making sure that we always and simply deliver two years of income uh, for our borrowers as that's, as that's really crucial. So doing some really cool things that we'll announce here shortly, uh, that's gonna be able to assure that when a user authenticates in, that we'll be able to provide that two year history every single time. So I think when that hits, obviously uh, a whole different level uh, of game here at Argyle. So overall, it's really exciting times and we'll continue to evangelize and, and bring this product to the market in the year to come. Well, hopefully we'll have you back on after some of those announcements to talk about it. And I got to tell you, a lot of these interviews that I do put a big smile on my face because ultimately it means the borrower is going to get a much more enjoyable mortgage experience and it won't feel like going to the dentist for a root canal or something like that. And all my friends that are looking to buy houses here in the near future, it's going to be a much more pleasant origination process for them than it was for uh, people that had to buy houses even two or three years ago. So that's great news. John, I really appreciate you making the time to talk to me today. Enjoyed it. And like I said, hopefully we'll have you back soon. Thanks, Robbie. Appreciate it. Mortgage-backed securities and U.S. Treasuries ended last week by dropping in price, giving back their gains from the previous several days. Inflation continues its slow retreat from multi-decade highs that remains firmly above the Fed's 2% target. Consumer prices rose 0.4% in April and were up 4.9% over the prior 12 months, which was in line with market expectations. Energy prices spiked in April following OPEC's surprise decision to cut oil production. Elsewhere, prices of food consumed at home eased 0.2%, while food away from home rose 0.4%. In general, services inflation has been stickier than goods. Shelter costs, which are less current than the other components of CPI, continue to add upwards pressure on inflation data. They were 8% higher than one year ago. The preliminary May release of consumer sentiment was significantly lower than April's 63.5 and below all 54 forecasts at 57.7. Consumer outlook for the unemployment rate was the worst since 2009. This week's economic calendar includes updates on retail sales, industrial production, housing starts and building permits, and existing home sales. Today's calendar kicks off with Empire Manufacturing for May, and next up are several Fed speakers, including Atlanta President Bostich, Minneapolis President Kashkari, and Richmond President Barkin. We begin the week with agency MBS prices slightly worse from Friday, and the 10-year yielding 3.49 after closing last week at 3.46%. The two-year is back up to 4.01%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. I and a couple thousand industry executives head up to Manhattan soon, and Adam Quinones, founder of Data Colab, that's with a Q, and former head of mortgages at Refinitiv, has some advice for anyone going to New York for the MBA's national secondary. Midtown Manhattan is a giant grid, getting lost pretty hard. Odd avenues run north to south, even avenues run south to north. Even streets run west to east, and odd streets run east to west. As you walk west, the avenues go up. As you walk south, the street numbers get lower. I guess that wasn't much of a joke. <laughs> I'd like to thank today's podcast sponsor, Richie May. 
Richie May is a recognized leader in providing specialized advisory, audit, tax, technology, and other services to the mortgage industry for almost four decades. Among many awards, Richie May has been named a top 100 firm twice and is known in the market for their education and contributions to the mortgage industry. They don't just hire from the mortgage industry, they have the experts who build it. To experience how Richie May can help you transform your mortgage business, visit richiemay.com. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.